What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael, and I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. It's been a while. And Jared Buckendall. But not long enough. (laughs) Nice. Very lovely. The tone was perfect. Glad to be back here with you guys. I think it's going to be interesting because we're going to post this show hopefully on February 1. And uh, if you're listening at home, there's a lot. We'll talk a lot about kind of what's next. We've done a couple of shows over the last few weeks. And so we've been in touch and and have done some shows, but the listener out there hasn't heard from us for a while. So Where uh, have you been? Where were you? With that context, I say it's good to be back with you all after a little bit of a break. We're going to get into it in a second, but basically uh, what you're listening to is the first episode of season two of Socially Constipated. So welcome in. If you've been listening uh, in the past, we've got a couple of changes we'll talk about in just a second, but we had a pretty good little break there. The year ended, uh, we did a couple of shows. We still may post them as kind of some bonus content, but uh, for since the listeners at home have heard from us. Jared, how, how have you been? What have you been up to? Just been, uh, you know, busy, busy with life. Uh, you know, the holidays rolled around and I was like, it's time to relax. Beginning of a new year, new goals, new resolutions, I guess. And uh, I blinked and this whole January just disappeared. It, it was Thanos snapped away, essentially. Yeah, very, yeah. very busy with stuff. I mean, Sundance, which, spoiler, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit later, but whew, we're going to be old soon. We're dead. Well, I'm afraid that ship may have sailed, my friend. Uh, <laughs> we are old. Yes, there will be some Sundance chat later on in the episode. I agree. I think January just kind of disappeared. I, I was busy with work stuff too. Uh, Seth, what about you? Did you did you notice any days in January, or did it fly by you as well? Days in January took too fucking long because it was so goddamn cold in January here Ooh. in Iowa. Ne- negative twenty, negative thirty with wind chill. Uh, I've had like one day above freezing the entire month. It's been lovely. I don't like that at all. Going outside and your face hurting is something that angers me more than pretty much anything. Like, going outside and being hurt by the air is... <laughs> it, ha- it has to be, like, that has to be some sort of, like, punishment in a past life or something that you're here for a reason right now because... I, every time it gets this cold, I, I want to go back in time and, and murder our ancestors who thought about coming here because it doesn't make sense. Why would you come here when it's this cold and you can't live outside for longer than 15 minutes? Speak for yourselves. Uh, your ancestors <laughs> moved. Mine were moved. So uh, I agree. That's why I moved west where it is warmer. Our coldest day is, was – it's 28 right now, and it feels pretty cold here. So uh, <laughs> if you're listening from Iowa, we're sorry. And if you're going to go outside with your face hurting, we hope that it's because you've been laughing so hard at this episode of Socially Constipated. We, of course, uh, Jared, Seth, and myself are socially constipated. And this is our flagship show on this little uh, network, if we may, of, of shows. And this is beginning of 2022. We're starting season two of Socially Constipated. We're going to have some tweaks to uh, the schedule that we've been on over the last uh, six months or so. And so I say flagship show for Socially Constipated because this is this is going to become the one weekly show that we have. We're going to move to Tuesdays to release Socially Constipated. So if you're listening on drop day, happy February 1st to you. We were talking and thinking back to when we first made the decision to, to go from uh, the SoCo show to Socially Constipated and what that was going to mean for us. And really what we had in mind was that we would be uh, borderless in our ability to go try different shit and and do new content and 
new mediums as well. And so, you know, we've had a lot of fun with the, the three show setup that we've had weekly. Um, it, it frankly has become difficult to maintain. Uh, we've all gotten very busy and, you know, it's something that when we, again, going back to the original idea for Socially Constipated, we, we wanted to just always just do stuff that we were stoked about. And so when it became a time crunch and, and tougher to do to get out three shows, we, you know, we sat down and said, hey, let's wind it back a little bit, gives ourselves a little bit extra free time and expand our horizons a little bit. We always knew that this thing was going to evolve over time. And so we think we're hopeful that we're going to move into a time period where you'll have less regular material, uh, but more diversity of material. And we can try stuff on different platforms and things. And so the expectation for now is going to be that Socially Constipated, this show, will post every Tuesday. And so you can still get us weekly, as you have been. Uh, Don't worry, though. Our other shows are not going away completely. The Entertainment Outhouse, we're going to move that to a monthly show. And we're going to do that monthly show live. So we'll be back on our schedule the last Wednesday of the month. We'll do a live show over on J Buck Studios' YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. And we'll have a, a monthly instead of a weekly digest of what's going on in entertainment. And we hope that y'all will join us live there. I can tell you now, our, our first Entertainment Outhouse live uh, season two episode will be in just a couple of weeks on Wednesday, February 23rd. So Wednesday night, the 23rd, J Buck Studios' YouTube page. It's going to be, be at there. 6 p.m. Pacific 8 p.m. Central, and I agree with my friend Seth, be there. You're not going to want to miss that. <laughs> that was Jared. We are all, really, was that? Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if you guys are fucking with me or not. No, it, not. Actually, it actually that was, was me, yeah. Right. Well, sound different then. You guys are confusing me. Uh, also, too, with the Entertainment Outhouse, because especially this time of year, there's not a lot going on with movies, which is kind of our choice here to go once a month but that's something kind of like talking about evolving we could especially once it gets towards the summer months and more stuff comes out that's something we could look at doing more as like every other week or something like that too so maybe more to come on that in the future yeah i think what we'll see is we'll have that monthly show and you're you're likely to see little pop-up episodes along the way you know if we all catch a movie we really like or probably around oscar season maybe we'll do a special episode and that's something we want to move toward is rather than having a set schedule for things, having a, a, a smaller set schedule with more opportunity to just pop something up when we feel like it. And so you may see things like some some live episodes pop up and you know maybe we'll all jump in and talk about the Batman in March, you know, for example. You could also see not only live video on YouTube, that we're also gonna look at a couple of live audio platforms. I know Twitter has spaces, uh, mm-hmm. Spotify has a live broadcast feature. And so that will be more of an opportunity for you, the listener, to jump in and potentially have your voice on the show instead of just the comments. So we're going to play around with those mediums a little bit. And the first try we're going to take at that is coming up next week on Wednesday, February 9th, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central Time. We are going to have Gridiron Grunts a playoff recap Super Bowl preview leading you into the big game. And so Seth and I are going to be there. I think Jared's going to join as well. And hopefully some of you listeners out there jump in, give us your your, your takes, uh, and we'll kind of recap the season. And uh, that'll be our first crack at the live thing. So put that on your calendar as well. Again, that's uh, Wednesday, February 9th, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central Time. And we'll have some links and things to come 
to jump into that. So keep an eye out. And this will be important in general, especially since we'll be popping up some more things sort of randomly and off schedule. Make sure that you get out to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. And join that mailing list. We're working on a newsletter that will go out that will include some of the schedules on a regular basis, but then also some of the uh, pop-up things that are coming up. So that is where you should go to first to keep track of all the announcements and things. But also, while you're there, go follow and subscribe to all of our social media profiles because you never know when we'll pop up a live video on Instagram or uh, jump into Twitch, something we, we've we been talking about getting back to. Ooh. Yeah, I'm getting twitchy just thinking about it. Ooh, uh, touch me right, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Seth, what are you doing over there? Doing a little twitching. You guys are a couple of Pillsbury Doughboys. I like it. More than ever, it's going to be important to kind of, uh, you know, put the notifications on the YouTube, um, uh, follow our Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook in case of last-minute announcements. Really, we want to start moving more toward just jumping into something because we feel like it and it's exciting us. Um, So uh, that's going to look a little wonky. It'll be a little imbalanced at times, but I think it's going to give us room to be creative and we've got some ideas that we've wanted to be working on, and now we've got more free time to do that. So uh, I know which, yesterday Jared was on fire with uh, we were <laughs> hanging out, playing some video games, and we were coming up with some pretty stellar ideas of things that we're going to need to produce. Uh, so hopefully you'll be seeing just us just spraying content everywhere. Everywhere. Get an umbrella. Call Rihanna. <laughs> I get the umbrella pun, but... Rihanna and me spraying everywhere aren't aren't usually too far apart <laughs> in general. That's definitely going to cut Put this that in your out. pants and you look at Rihanna's pictures. A uh, little editor's note here. Go ahead and cut out that last little joke, Cody. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they're going to like that one, so go ahead and remove that. Okay. So that's the lowdown. Probably on this, hopefully, the day that this posts, uh, we'll have some social media posts kind of laying out the schedule and things like that. But again, sociallyconstipatedpod.com is the place to go for uh, all the updates as they happen. And so I hope I didn't miss anything, but I can tell you guys, you know, just from our conversations, getting into the new year, getting more freedom to jump in and get creative in a number of different ways uh, with sort of a backlog of material that we've kind of been uh, putting up. I'm excited to see what we get into. I'm sure it will be very stupid. What are you guys excited about with the new format? And did I miss anything uh, that we needed to tell the folks at home? I guess uh, just from my standpoint, and not necessarily, it wasn't like we weren't having fun or myself wasn't having fun. I think it got to a point where it kind of felt like an, an assignment at some points mm-hmm. or some weeks. Mm-hmm. And with this, I feel so much more relaxed. Um, I think I'm going to try to, and I'm just saying this now to you guys, try to you know find like clips and stuff to cut out and, and maybe try to like learn to animate them or just edit them crudely just so then there, there's like highlights for our social media and stuff. Because essentially with, uh, with the three shows, it just it got too much. I think we, we bit off more than we could chew. We, we had bigger eyes than our stomachs and stuff. And also I think it's a thing that like for you guys, the sports is ramping down. So that's a little bit more free time. But also there's there's we all have these ideas, these sketches, these things written down in pieces of paper, notebooks full of stuff that we just haven't gotten to. So I think that that's one of the things I want to get around to. Well, yeah, and you mentioned the animation potential. I know one thing for you that happened o- over the course of the, the season break that we had, you got that new computer, and so you're able to render and, and do new things at a much higher pace now. What was it? Your 
What, what were you getting down to on your render time on some of your videos? It's insane oh, yeah. how much time you're creating with that thing. Yeah, this is insane. Just a, a peek behind the curtain, folks. Um, my editing software, basically, I'm a cheap piece of shit, and uh, all my stuff. Um, <laughs> that was harsh. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> all my editing software was like close to eight years old. Like it was, it was slow. So I updated my computer and basically I, I did a test video and usually the video would take, you know, two and a half hours to render. Basically two and a, like I finish the video, I'm done editing, then I have to wait two and a half hours for it to put it all together. That time has now gone to down to five to six minutes. <laughs> so just that alone saves me like the time that I'd have to sit and wait, I can do a whole nother video. And um, that's just my desktop. I actually ordered a new laptop as well. And that thing is, there's apparently this new chip. That's why I'm waiting. I have to wait and think until March to get it. But like, it's supposed to be, I would say 10 times faster than my desktop, supposedly. Damn. So that thing, I'm going to go to the fucking moon with that thing. I'm going to ride <laughs> it. Like, to the moon! <laughs> so, I, so I guess that's just from an editing standpoint of trying something and seeing if it works, blah, blah, blah. There won't be a huge time commitment of, okay, let's see if this works, and then I have to walk away for two hours and then come back. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the editing software, or not the editing, but even, like, the animation capabilities and stuff, I think, I think there's something there. Yeah. I'm stoked for that. I think just getting to throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. And, and I think it's going to be even more important for you listeners out there to jump in the comments. Let us know what you think of some of the different things. And uh, you can help us kind of decide what we spend more and less time on. If we post a video and you love some character that we did, let us know and we'll bring that character back. Or, you know, if, if you love the audio stream that we do for Gridiron Grunts, let us know and we'll maybe do more of that. Or if you hate it, let us know and we'll do less of it because we don't want to do it if you don't like it. So you know, get involved. Uh, we're really, really hoping to build out the community aspect of the show as well. And Seth, I know, I know you're as big a fan of chips, uh, as, as Jared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got some ideas lingering and I don't want you to spoil anything for the folks at home, but, um, I, I know you're pretty excited too, about just, uh, getting out there, expanding our horizons a little bit and trying some new formats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the Twitter spaces is the one that I'm, I'm really excited about. It's just something that I mean, we, we do have, even though we don't have a lot of engagement on Twitter, we still have quite a few, I mean, it's definitely our most follower base for sure. And I've, I've played around on Twitter spaces just in general and you get random people in there and you can get random conversations. You can bring people in. So like, you know, for, for those who do listen to Gridiron Grunts and have wanted to, you know, yell at us for uh, <laughs> our bad takes or good takes or whatever, you know, we can bring you in and actually talk to you know talk to you and and get your opinions on things and you know get your picks and all that stuff good bets um and that's just gridiron grunts i mean uh, we can do that for all kinds of stuff oscars would be a fun one to do it for doing a live stream of the oscars or something like that and kind of reacting to the picks live and all that stuff too or the the winners live too so twitter spaces is one that i think the one i'm, I'm most excited for just to get some potentially new people in to the community too with uh the base that we have there already yeah, it's a great time. If you want to help the show out, a um, couple things you can do. One, head out to that website again, join the mailing list. That's huge for us. Uh, if we continue to get that built out, 
Uh, it's going to be our best way of communicating with y'all. And, and also, it really helps us on the marketing side uh, to have that mailing list. And don't worry, we're not going to send you a bunch of ads. But we might get opportunities to send you guys like cool deals or something like that if we get hooked up with sponsors. So we're, don't worry, we're not going to annoy the shit out of you unless our podcast annoys you, in which case don't join our mailing list. Share the show. Uh, you know, if you think someone that you know would like us, plug them in, uh, bring them into the show. And of course, Anchor Wankership is always Wankership. a great way to help out the show. There's links on the website and also in each episode to take you to our Anchor page where you can kick us a couple bucks a month to keep the show going and growing. We've got a, a nice little bank that we've built up, so we really want to thank all of our wankers from 2021 and wankers. prior because we've got uh, a little bit a little bit of dry powder to play with and uh, you know potentially you know pick up some costumes or some hardware, or some software or whatever it is. Probably going to need to buy 69 bratwurst at some point soon. <laughs> Dude, it's going to happen. We're going to be doing that live. Yeah. Oh, Twitch God, live. live. You should have to stay up the whole... We'll put a clock on it. You stay up the whole... You can't sleep or get off the stream until you've eaten all the... What's that called? A, a, a sub-marathon? or Have you heard about this on Twitch? Oh, yeah. Subathon, mm. where that one dude, like, he was live for, like, 30 days or something. Yeah, that would not be me. I do a lot of stuff I don't want live. And I so. think he became, uh, again, I, I'd have to do a little bit of research, but he became the most sub two person on Twitch. He basically made an ass ton of money. Damn, that is, that's a couple ass tons of money. I like that. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about mukbang. Oh, well, there's mukbang. that too. Yeah. yeah. It's when yeah. you catch a, a, an evolved Grimer from Pokemon and then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! You really, uh, you were playing playing to a real small segment of the audience. <laughs> oh there. yeah, a maybe a percent of a percent right there. I, if you're the one person laughing at that joke out there, please <laughs> write us a comment. We we need to meet you. If you laughed at that joke, I guarantee you're gonna like the rest of this episode. If you didn't, hang on, you'll have more chances. Don't worry, they're not all that specific. So again, want to thank everybody for a great 2021. Uh, it was a really fun year for us. We're excited to kind of get reloaded and try some new things this year. So, um, you know, like this, share this, uh, you know, go support the, the, the socials, the website, the anchor wankership, all of that stuff. Really, really appreciate that. And let's get back to the fun stuff. Um, and we're excited to hit you with some brand new fun stuff from all sides. It's going to be very cool. Um, one thing that never changes around socially constipated, never is going away back again for season two, WWE hall of famer, the iron Sheik. Let's see what he's got to say this week. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik never changing. Uh, always has strong opinions about pretty much everything. But I think this is one that we can all uh, rally behind. He says, if you don't have the apple bottom jeans and the boots with the fur, you can go fuck yourself forever. You're goddamn right. <laughs> That's the only outfit I'm looking for when I'm in the club. And it's 2006. You know what's funny? <laughs> That song, people awesome. are just realizing that it's the 2000 version or whatever isn't the original. It's like a se- song from like the 60s or 70s. I don't know the sample. You say there's a sample. I mean, it's literally the same song. It's like he says it with the with the apple bottom jeans, the boots with the fur. But it's like, I think it, maybe it's like a country song. I could be wrong. You're huh? fucking lying. There's no, no I'm way. dead serious. Look it up. Are you sure you're not thinking of right round? No, I no, I'm dead serious. Right round is another one that they sampled. I'm telling you, people, they, they no music is original anymore. They are just taking old stuff and recycling it, and you don't know about it. I wish they would say it. 
I'm okay with them sampling. I think sampling is awesome. Sampling has basically oh, yeah. defined hip hop for the last two decades. I love it. I just wish they would tell us. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the sample song, you go find it and it's fucking dope. Let's like, same with Men in Black, you know? Sampled. I just recently found that one out. Wild Wild West also. Yep. I just recently heard the song that that samples. And it's a dope song. Now, it's not, it's not as good as Wild Wild West. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. If it's a sample, the Wikipedia doesn't have it. I'm not saying, that's, I'm not saying that, that makes it okay, not Okay, well, but. you know what? I could be wrong. Well, I can't wait till years down the road when, like, someone like Olivia Rodrigo, you know, years years into her career, samples right round or low. She probably is going to. It, is Olivia Rodrigo going to be the Beatles and we're going to be the old guys who didn't get the Beatles? <laughs> you think that's going to... It oh, feels like man. it's happening to me because I don't hear... I don't get it when I listen to... There's some catchy stuff, but I don't get the idea that she's super talented, but I don't know. Am I an old hack, do you think? Or are you guys getting into that music? I kind of like it. <laughs> I know some some of the songs are very, very melodramatic. Oh, they're super, but... they're all super melodramatic. <laughs> but they do have like, like the music sounds good. I kind of enjoy like the, like just the, the music itself. And I mean, the lyrics are very, very simple and again, melodramatic, but yeah, the, the catchy, it's pretty catchy. And like the, just the music itself kind of has like just a, a certain that type that style I like. I like the punkier ones. Uh, the the ballad is I guess the, what's that one called? Driver's license. That one's got the biggest song in the world, and I'm asking what De- it's called. De- I'm Deja definitely vu. the old man. I don't know Deja Vu, but I know Good for You, and that's got this really yeah. cool punky vibe that I think is pretty yeah. fun. But I think they wrote a hook and then had to fill in the rest of the song around the hook, and I would rather have just heard the hook on repeat. What are you listening to these days, Jared? You know what's funny? The same thing you were just talking about. I threw that uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Which one is that? Oh, good for you? Yeah, good for you. Um, yep. I mean, I recently, like, uh, Spotify, you know, I'm I'm slowly curating. Oh, I, I like this song, so I'll add it to a list. And that's kind of what I'm slowly building up again. Because I think I've mentioned this maybe on a previous podcast. Like, each five, maybe ten years of my life is defined by, like, an mp3 player that i had that never <laughs> i've never put new songs or taken songs off where i had like a little tiny one that was like i don't know like an inch by two and a half like it was like a small rectangle and then i got it's a one little that was tmi essentially... jared we don't want to hear oh, about sorry. that sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay back to the mp3 player sorry um, <laughs> also it was cold that day then we had like something that was more of kind of like a knockoff like zune 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 don't get me on my Zune shit. Did you Keep have going a through your list? Because if once I get on my Zune oh. shit, you're not gonna get me off of it. Okay. Okay. So then a small one like that of college, then that one broke, and then someone I worked with had a first generation iPod Touch that I was using until oh. I started using my phone, and now I use because uh, I split Spotify Premium with my brother and sister, so that's what I use now. But I was totally, I was so against downloading stuff to my phone and now i'm like what was i doing you know like podcast songs everything i used to like download and transfer to a my ipad or a pod and then that's how i listen to this stuff well you used to be able to fill up a fill up a phone with those things so you you didn't want to have music on because your phone would not you couldn't do apps and pictures and stuff. Now the phone storage is so big, it doesn't matter if you have a thousand songs. My YouTube app, I think, automatically downloads. I don't even know what it's downloading. I just, when I'm on a plane and I got it. Because really, if you're downloading something, it's only for airplane mode, right? Or if you're in a, I, dr- I do some driving through non-cell covered areas. And so I'll have to download a podcast. Which, by the way, you guys put me a while back on Storytime with Seth Rogen. 
and the Doogie Dowler episode of that. (laughs) I have recommended it to probably 25 people in the last (laughs) month. Nobody's responded back to me that they've listened to it, but it is is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in my life. It was super (laughs) well produced on that show. So that one is a, that one's a certified winner for sure. But I used to be really anti-downloading onto my phone also. I, 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 I was in college. No, actually, I finished college with an MP3 player. So I, that was, I graduated 2014. So yeah, it's only been the last, what's that, seven, eight years and less than that sometime after college that I started downloading shit on my phone. So I don't think that's weird, Jared. I think that's, I think that's a sign that you were alive at a time when your phone didn't have a thousand gigabytes of, I guess that's a terabyte of storage on it. We had to walk around with memory cards and additional MP3 players. I saw a video, floppy I think it was a TikTok, floppy disks about... <laughs> this girl had found the iPod Shuffle that was a little clip-on one. Hell yeah. Wow. Those things were awesome. It was fucking sick. I had the next-gen one where it was the same size but a touchscreen, and you could put it into a watch band, mm. and I fucking loved it. Except it didn't have Bluetooth for headphones, so I had to plug in headphones to it and run them up my sleeve, which wasn't too bad. But this girl found one of those old ones that just clipped on and had just the buttons on it. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't know what this is, but it's super cute. And she like put it into her hair. And then someone else in the room explained to her that that's got music on it or whatever. And, she, you know, she lost her damn mind. So it's probably got a bunch <laughs> of My Chemical Romance on it. They were they were oh. definitely one of those top notch like Fallout Boy also. Was New Found Glory like, a band? New Found yeah. Glory was a band and they had some yep. big time hits. Maybe. New Found Glory songs. Dress to Kill, Hit or Miss, Vicious Love, Truth of My Youth, Understatement, Head on Collision. My friends over you. I don't want to know. Where's the, why do I know Newfound Glory? That name just came to my mind. Because they're doing that festival. What is that called? Scam Fest 09. When We Were Young, that's what it is. Yeah, there we go. Here's some of the bands in the When We Were Young. sick lineup, actually. Here's my thing is like, not only are those bands all old, but the people who like those bands are all old. So, it, it, yeah. you know, what kind of, what kind of festival atmosphere is it going to be when everyone wants to go to bed at 10 PM? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's my perfect type of festival. Well, have you guys heard about the whole conspiracy thing around that? Is it, is it another fire fest thing? So essentially it's the same people that put on that Travis Scott one that people got hurt at Astro World, I believe. Um, it's, a, it's a handful of people that are behind that. So apparently the concert is only one day long, and it's all these bands, but there's three different stages happening. But they broke it down, and apparently each band only has six minutes to play. <laughs> so they're only playing their number one hits. Probably. Yeah. Well, a lot of those bands only have one hit. Yeah, exactly, Fair. and that's the thing. You only want to hear that one song, but unless there was an update, it just sounded really kind of sketchy because, again, to get tickets, you had to pay a deposit, actually, and it was a non-refundable thing. Yeah, it's it's weird, but again, it's one of those like kind of nostalgia tours that a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, let's go see these people again. They're going to have to cut off My Chemical Romance during Welcome to the Black Parade like halfway through <laughs> if you only get six minutes. It's an incredible song, by the way. Wait, um, so, okay, did we find out who the hell, Newfound Glory, what song was theirs? I think someone's like, going to have to help us in the comments. I there, I saw, looked Kiss? at a whole list of songs, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the only one I see is a, uh, a cover of Kiss Me, but I don't think it's that. Someone sent us a link so we can, because I don't, I don't want to listen to any Newfound Glory. That's the incorrect answer. But Paramore is on here, and I fucking love Paramore. But they also broke up, so I don't know what version of Paramore that they're bringing out. Yeah, I think I read something that they sold some absurd amount of tickets to this thing, and it was, and people started being like, "There's no way you can have that many people in this venue or whatever." Like it was a, I don't remember. It was like 
30,000 people or something had already gotten tickets to this. And it doesn't sound like an insane number until you think about the fact that that's two basketball stadiums, like two staple centers is 30,000 people. <laughs> so I don't know where in Vegas they're going to put this shit, but I guess they'll have to figure it out. It looks like the biggest hit for Newfound Glory was My Friends Over You. And I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. Not going to listen to it. Especially because I see 303. I would just go for 303. Those guys were fucking dope. Saw them live in Waterloo, Iowa in 2011. It was, I think, one of my first live concerts, believe it or not. Also, who played there? Cali Swag District. <laughs> uh, Teach Me How to Dougie. That was theirs. And then Nelly was the other one. He was the headliner. That's why I went. When we were young tour in Las Vegas in October, good luck if you bought tickets to that one. 2007, I don't know if I said it before, 2007 actually on Florida's Low, not 2006 like I said earlier. So if you got them apple bottom jeans on, fuck you, says the Iron Sheik. <laughs> I call you a punk. Ooh-wee. Iron Sheik sheiking it up. Oh, here comes something fun. Uh, a new game. The the evil minds at our game laboratory uh, put their heads together and came up with a fresh one. This one's going to be wacky. It's called Mad Vids. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I don't like you now. Seth, I'm going to need you to explain the rules of this one. Uh, this is mm-hmm. something you two cooked up. This past weekend, I was in Des Moines uh, hanging with Jared during Sundance and... Essentially, through a series of events, I, I was typing in a bunch of random shit into Google and kind of just came, Jared and I kind of came up with this idea where we each come up with a random word, completely random, could be literally any word, probably not a name or anything like that, but just like any, you know, shelf or pants or macaroni, like anything. Um, Those are words. <laughs> so we're, we're each going to come up with one random word at the same time, use our private chat feature we have, and type them in at the same time. We're going to take take those three words, put them into uh, YouTube, and we'll find a video. For example, we had a couple of random words. One of the words was scarves. And so when, <laughs> when we were testing this game out, and Jared and I found this lovely video called Living with Scarves. <laughs> And maybe we'll put a link, or we could play a little bit. Oh, of we'll it. put a link. Is but it living three dots and then with yep. scarves? Yep, it is. Oh yeah, that's it. Where we teach you the skills to add a freshness to your wardrobe, a dash of color, a naughty look, or make a fashion statement. <laughs> Just select five different shapes and a sizes and capture the changing moods and nuances that come from living with scarves. Okay, that is fascinating. Very sexual. Actually, not not that sexual. Very uh, very very. 80s looking women not that they're not sex i shouldn't have said that um, <laughs> little editing note here uh go ahead and take that one out because i don't think they're gonna like that one <laughs> living with scarves treat yourself to living with scarves uh, if you want some scarf tips and also just some hilarity hilarity hilarious 80s-ness i would say in this a little jazzercise going on yeah um we also found a, a video with about a brain a disco brain a disco brain. Oh, shut up. What? Okay, Disco Brain is the number one song in America. <laughs> you know what? When I heard this song, this is the first time you guys told me about Disco Brain. I hadn't listened to it yet. That is funky as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me want to rap a little bit. Now that we got all this free well, this time is... to be creative, uh, maybe uh, 
Uh, Little Seaman. <laughs> Little Seaman. Yeah, there you go. I had another one that I came up with later on. Can't remember what it was. One of them I came up with was Blagical Mac. Um, <laughs> and that was because I mixed up Magical Black when I was talking about movie tropes. And someone was like, did you just say Blagical Mac? And I was like, yeah, that's a kick-ass rap name, isn't it? <laughs> so maybe we'll see Blagical Mac album title. talking about the disco brain. Reading my twain. Seth and I were talking, we're like, we could just be making minute and 20, like a, a minute song, and it gets 5 million views. Just cater it towards children. Just say the same thing over and over and over again. Because again, the other one that we found, it's like banana, banana something. And it was literally Cheeseburger? just- it was like that. three. Yeah. It was like it. It never changed. It was just the same like four lyrics over and yeah. over and over again. It was three guys doing like a, a dance where they would like, like the flex. They would flex one arm at a time, and that was the banana. Banana, banana, meatball. There we yeah, go. Yeah, it's banana, banana, meatball because he did a roo. You do like the the roll. I'm not gonna click banana, banana, meatball for fear of getting that stuck in my head. Disco brain. Yeah. I'm okay with getting stuck on my Take disco, the disco brain. train. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, we could get yeah. famous making uh, making kids. That's pretty much that's what Bubba Sparks did. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. You just repeat that a bunch of times. That's the number one song right there. That mm-hmm. one wasn't for kids, though. I don't think. Kids can like booty too, sad. <laughs> <laughs> a little that's editing notes. Right uh, let's go ahead and take that one out. Co. I don't think that one's going to go very well. All right, you disco brains. I think we got the idea, right? We're each going to provide a random word. We're going to search for yep. it and find us a good video. All right, ready? Three, two. One, go. Okay, so we got our random words here. Not so random because we we thought of them. But we threw them in the uh, <laughs> threw them in the titillator, and we have. Oh my god! This is gonna be interesting. Cheesecloth funky <laughs> gator. So I've got. It sounds those. like the worst '80s cop buddy cop show I've ever seen. <laughs> Cheesecloth and the Funky Gator. It sounds like a radio show. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Cheesecloth. <laughs> it's a guy that's from like Holland, and then he's teamed Ooh, up with cloth. a disco dancing gator. Oh my god, this is great. I think the Holland, the the Dutch guy, should be Funky Gator. Uh, nah, is that? That's what, that might be more of a German. No, Dutch. I have a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? Funky Gator. <laughs> cheesecloth sounds like a cheesecloth. That's like a redneck nickname. Yeah. He's like the old seasoned cop. They call me cheesecloth. I don't know. Let's see if this search uh, yields any results here. Keep your turkey moist and juicy using cheesecloth. We're getting a lot of cheesecloth focused things, I think, here. Um, we got Whackam Funky Gators Arcade. Looks like a game. We got some recipes. Cleaning your cheesecloth. That sounds like a euphemism. Cheesecloth cheese ghost. ghost. <laughs> There's some how-tos here. A lot of kitchen stuff. That's a thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say who put cheesecloth in the mix, but uh, we're getting some pretty <laughs> wacky results. Cleaning your victim's blood out of your cheesecloth. Is the case. <laughs> Let's see what uh, this is. This is from the channel of Gavin Weber. In this video, I'm going to show you how to clean your cheesecloths. Oh my god. Good production Gavin, value from Gavin here. He's got, got a little got intro a great video. Voice. Great video, yeah, great voice. Where do you think he's from? Australian, maybe? So there are two types of cheesecloth. This is the loose weave cheesecloth, 
that I use it is see-through and I use it for hard pressing harder cheeses and then there is the butter muslin or the tight weave cheesecloth which is this one and it's used for draining soft cheeses like cream cheese and stuff like that. Hmm. So how cheese. do you clean them when they're particularly dirty? His t-shirt here says blessed are the cheese makers and I could not agree with anything more. That's true. <laughs> Let's all send up a prayer and a protection spell to the cheese makers out there doing the Lord's yeah, thank work. Thank you Jesus Christ. Yes. Thank you Jesus What's, uh... Christ. <laughs> I think ultimately he's gonna be telling us about cheese. I'm Justin Chapel from Food and Wines Test Kitchen. Join me as I demonstrate mad genius tips. <laughs> the biggest fear when cooking a turkey is that it's gonna be flavorless and dry. I have <laughs> a mad genius tip. Mine's my house burning down from some of the shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna show you how to make your seasoning. Wait, what? You can turkey? So you can cook it, a turkey with this cloth on top of it? Okay. I guess so. Coffee Keeps it moist. Wow. Yeah, that's what the Mad Genius says. I guess you you soak, uh, you get the cheesecloth to absorb some shit, and then you lay that over the the turkey, and as it cooks, it releases the uh, the shit you absorbed into it, and it goes into your turkey. So I guess you learned a little up, something about food. Uh, again, I, I'm not a, tur a, a turkey cooking genius. I've never cooked a whole turkey. I've seen people cook turkeys. This looks like the most efficient way to keep your turkey moist. I think yeah. so. If you're a turkey chef and not a cheesecloth user well then i think you might be a little bit mad I, I don't know i think our guy here is uh justin chapel the mad genius teaching us about cheesecloths um also someone amongst us teaching us how the game doesn't really work if you use really fucking random specific words that are going to dominate the search yeah <laughs> apologize for that one um... <laughs> so anyway all you disco-brained people out there, go learn about cheesecloth. Apparently a very helpful culinary tool, unlike Gordon Ramsay, who's an unhelpful culinary tool. Get the cheesecloth in the mix, I guess, if you're going to be cooking up a turkey. And let us know how it is. Or just send us a turkey. I have not cooked a lot of turkey in my life, but I've eaten plenty. And so if you need a test <laughs> chef or a test eater, we'd be glad. I know I speak for the guys when I say, we'll eat your turkey if you send it to us. Crazy good! <laughs> Okay, so we had Cheesecloth Funky Gator in our, what's this game called? Mad Vids this week. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I don't like you now. We'll bring back the Mad Vids. Note to self, don't use very specific words. Probably not food words either, because I feel like a lot of food words will get a lot of food videos, and those mm -hmm. typically aren't funny. Send us a link to your Mad Vids, and maybe we'll play them. Uh, on a future episode or on a live show where you guys can see the video but links to the videos we played in the description box so click through to that we're going to move from mad vids now got a couple of uh speaking of random we got an interesting list of topics here to cover in our bathroom reading sitting on toilet sitting on toilet all right seth we have yet another install i want to say this is the third installment in this video series uh, sounds like we've got an audio conundrum that we need to weigh in on here. Oh, no. It's time for America's favorite game, Fart or Not. Fart ding, or Not. Ding, ding, ding. Do you need to set this up? I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Is this a fart or is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I think that part was pretty clear. I Like, what is the context in which the fart may or may not have happened? Uh... <laughs> 
Weather, no, just we- roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> weatherman, uh, weatherman, uh, doing a weather report. Actually, talked about Des Moines, Iowa. It looks like he might be closer to. I was gonna say, uh, is this is this Kentucky? TikTok? Kentucky. 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 He's in Kentucky. He's doing a weather report about how cold it is. It looks like he may uh, may get a little excited about the cold here in this video. We'll see. Is this a fart or not? Cold this air is. It's eight into one Iowa. What? What? <laughs> 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 Okay, I got two hypotheses about this. He goes so quickly and smoothly into it's eight in Des Moines, Iowa after this. I think I think he lost a bet and had to do this. <laughs> to fart on air? No, not he's not farting. I think he's fake farting. Look at the mouth. Look at the mouth when the noise happens. This air is. It's eight in Des Moines. See that? Do you think his mouth is like... I like see some that? pursed lips. I think that might have been a little... No. He's, he's, he's pushing. Definitely, he's, yeah, he's pushing. He's he's lifting his right leg. That new studio, that smells like fart. <laughs> there does appear to be a warm front moving in behind him. And so exactly. It does look like and, the and East the Coast is heating scene, up. It was blue, and now it's red. That's a heat. <laughs> I think we're going to see a little more green. There we go. There's some green oh, yeah. moving <laughs> in, the in the right below the right below the Bible Belt. There's a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of, of green moving across from Little Rock uh, over to Asheville, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> wow. I think we have a, a high probability of uh, acid rain coming into the forecast. So oh, no, you guys better watch out. Um, I don't know if you guys know this actually. This broadcaster, he's the number two. Weatherman. <laughs> it says in the video, uh, it said, did, do, did Jude just fart? And I, I'm pretty sure the answer is Jude just pooed. <laughs> I think Jude, Jude did poo. Hey, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did Jude just fart? We think he did. I think it's a clean sweep. We say that this is a fart. Oh, that's definitely not a clean sweep. Oh, no. Oh, wow. There we go. He's going to need some cheesecloth to get it. Oh, no. He lifts up off the... Yeah. I don't know if it's the power of the fart or if he's shaking it out of his leg, but he's he goes up to his toes as he's telling us about the weather in hot Atlanta. 20 degrees, by the way, in Kansas City. Kansas City. Um, <laughs> 25 in St. Pouis. <laughs> he's making it too easy with the weather puns. It's 8 into 1 Iowa. Yes, it is, sir. It he, is he paused it. Yeah, it, it's 100% a fart. The guy, he paused too fa- too long in front of that and then too long after it. it. It's one of those where he thought it was going to be silent coming out and then it made a noise and he got nervous. You ever been hanging around a kid who's old enough to like talk but not old enough to be potty trained? And because kids that age, they'll, they'll be talking to you and they'll stop talking to you so that they can shit or piss themselves because they can't do both things. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I think he's in the middle of his broadcast, and it occurs to him that he needs to fart, and the, his brain is like, you're not smart enough, Jude. We got to shut down the speech for a second. We got to blow the ass tuba, and then we'll come back to the weather forecast. And so you just see task switching done a little bit too slowly, I think, here. I think that's what we're seeing. Oh, man. A little too much blockage in the Jude, Jude tube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, we've said pooped. that's a fart on every single one, so got to keep the streak going. And it... In Jude's case, there's a lot of streaks. Oh, oh wow. 
so it was it okay the three clips have been this one the wendy williams and then what was the first one it was like a news broadcast right? they were in court yes <laughs> <laughs> it was rudy giuliani in court that's what it was <laughs> oh my gosh wow season two of socially constipated twice the fart puns so far we're off to a good start it is eight in des moines iowa and that man just farted so that's our that's our fart or not for the week uh i don't think we'll be having these monthly but i or weekly but i hope we do daily pretty much if you have to ask it probably is a fart while we're in the mood of of recurring segments uh seth we got to check in on your cell phone you continue to get these unsolicited marketing messages or so we think you've had a couple (laughs) that were incredibly sexual some that were not but also weird in other ways uh what's the latest who's texting you yeah, I uh, I've gotten a couple of uh, pretty interesting spam texts lately. They're they're getting really really graphic. Um, Ooh, do tell. Like really graphic. First one I got got actually both of these on a Sunday. I think it might have been not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Makes a lot of assumptions about my my love life, all of which are wrong. And again, they have my name, so this is starting to freak me out a little bit. But it says Seth Viagra is getting old. You have a much better chance of beating erectile dysfunction with this. It's time to surprise her with an hour she won't forget. Uh, That's a long time. That's, again, making assumptions. Uh, Finally, make your girl squirt and beg for more. Squirt is capitalized with an S. Available for the rest of the week here. And then the website, if anyone wants it, I'll send you a DM. So, again, making assumptions that um, I've been taking Viagra, that I have erectile dysfunction, that an hour is, uh, you know, a, a... a usual time or uh, an acceptable time and uh that i'm making girls squirt and bake <laughs> apparently um this next one though is this one this one's I, I mean again more assumptions are being made okay i got a couple <laughs> questions before you jump into this uh-huh. uh timeline how many days between these two texts what time of day are you getting these is this, this was... a morning like good morning hey let me squirt you text or... <laughs> Before this, bedtime, is this a lunch? Well, like, what's happening here? Uh, Sunday at 6 a.m. and Sunday at 10.14 Jesus, so Sunday? Morning, Holy yeah, crap. Sunday, it Sunday's must be a, a pervy soggy day. Sunday. <laughs> is that Lots one from Super yet. Soakers, maybe? Maybe you're misinterpreting it. And Super it's just, Soakers. Everyone wants to go out and have a, some good old family fun, you know what I mean? This one also, again, starts with my name. Uh, it says, Seth, ever have sex with an escort? <laughs> you need dick pills to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So they, they they know you're about to they know you're about to have sex with an escort. You have a limited window of time to order these dick pills. And I, I need some dick pills to prepare. Is there a trademark uh, on dick pills? Is that the name of the product? No, uh, that's that that's just a general uh, general category of pills of the dick variety. Again, more assumptions here. Whether it is your wife or a little slut next door. <laughs> This one is probably uh, the most offensive. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> <laughs> You're old, and you need a gigantic dick that stays stiff. <laughs> you know what? it, and I know it. <laughs> it's very common. And then there's a there's a link, and then it says, uh, "This one has like a follow up to the link. You owe this to yourself. Experience stronger orgasms, a harder cock." An explosive New Year confidence. You are going to love it. 
I'm, this, this is a confusing is series of statements. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because so confusing. You gotta break this down. Are you are you trying to satisfy your wife or an escort or a little slut next door? Or are you try are you doing this for you? Which is it? And also, <laughs> it said you need a did it say gigantic uh, that stays yep. hard? You're old and you need a gigantic dick that stays <laughs> stiff. And then it says it's very common. That's not that common. You know, no, it goes, it's not even, it goes, it's very common. It says, you know it and I know it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, if someone is just being the most rude person to you, because yeah. they, not, not only is this just a random text, but they even say Seth and then they're like, you know it and You're I know old. It. <laughs> How do you know it? So not only do they know who you are, they know you're old. They know you have a wife and that there's a little slut that lives next door. They know you're about to have sex with an escort. And they also know about your penis. I think this is the AI that lives in your phone is sending you this text. Who else would know all those things? I mean, unless it's one of you guys. I mean, honestly, if it was one of us, it would be the greatest joke ever to just keep this going. But unfortunately, I cannot claim. No, I didn't do it. Or did I? No, I didn't. (laughs) Or did I? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I would have to be, like, the greatest prankster of all time to do that. But I didn't. So I just I just uh, was looking at some more recent spam texts, um, and I found another one. The URL is kind of interesting here. I'm not quite sure. And, again, this might actually give some credence to Cody's theory about, about my phone creating these themselves. But it says... It's kind of similar to one of the other ones. It says, breakthrough new miracle pill that gets you erect immediately and is guaranteed to make your girl, your gal, not girl, gal, squirt with a capital S and beg for more. Stay hard all night. Control when you come. Make her want you again. Limited time free bo- bottle offer expires on Monday. The, the website URL? Pastmustard.com. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This, this someone is messing with you, man. Someone past... is totally messing with you. So yeah, now they know you're a mustard fan. In addition to all these things. Yeah, this is getting scary. I'm telling you, it's the phone AI. And if it's the phone AI, it means all that stuff is true. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's maybe better if we never find out who uh, sent those messages. But I understand that the pills make you hard for a long time. But how are they supposed to control your orgasm? What do they give you a button? That comes with it and you push it or is, and then also how does the pill you're taking make her have an orgasm like is the super soldier serum from the mcu it's not going to do anything for you it's just going to give you an erection you know what i mean it's not going to make it's not going to give you stamina and abs and like the ability to you know just absolutely fucking jackhammer somebody for an hour which is apparently <laughs> what the people who wrote these messages think you're supposed to be doing yeah, that's what no i never get way, about right? the pills you know, they, they say it because I'm assuming that it works on a handful of men. Oh, wow. They wouldn't be sending these out if it didn't work. They wouldn't waste their time. There's people who click on these fucking links and probably get hacked and or buy pills. I think they get a gigantic cock that stays hard for hours and makes her squirt. I think that's what they get when they click the link. And, it's, it's pretty and clear, Seth. They, they get those pills and whoever is on the other end of it gets their social security number. What if it what if it was discovered that all of this spam and like these, you know, banners on websites were actually just truth? And there's like a secret group of people trying to tell us 
yeah, we were conditioned and taught at a young age that it was all fact or uh, fake and spam and don't do it. Like, what if there are hot milfs in your area? You know, <laughs> dude. I think these are the spam texts are coming from outside the matrix. Like, uh, you know what? You just don't. The only reason you don't have a gigantic cock that stays hard for hours and makes her squirt is. God, I have to make sure to hit the explicit thing on this. But uh, this <laughs> um, the only reason you don't have one is because you think you can't have one. But if you were outside the matrix, you would understand that you can you can just do that. There is no mm-hmm. dick. Mm-hmm. I think this is more of not not a matrix situation, more of a they live situation. You know, you need to have those sunglasses that show you the truth behind the ads. Mm. That would be fucking dope. Might. Also, you could say you're here to chew pills and. Get a boner and get hard. I've already gotten an erection. <laughs> I'm here to chew bubble gum and take boner pills, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Boner pills. Who's ready to squirt? <laughs> Boys. Okay. So, t- if you're going to the same websites as Seth, put your ad blockers on. Uh, otherwise, they're going to send the truth to your text inbox and then you're gonna have to read it to your friends on a podcast so uh, be careful what you click on out there folks unless you you know are looking for hot milfs in your area in your area in which case read your spam texts i'll tell you what's slightly more delicious than spam is the meat at mcdonald's and i don't know whether or not that's a good segue because i don't know what about mcdonald's we're going to talk about seth but it sounds like they were in the news yeah so i I think most people know, or at least have, like, heard the urban legend of, like, basically, like, hidden McDon- McDonald's menu items, right? I guess Secret you, menu? Yeah, like, what some of the ones you guys have probably heard, like, are, are what? Like, the... The McGangbang. The McGangbang, right? Um, McDonald's is now capitalizing on that, of course. Um, they, they're not releasing something called the McGangbang, but they are releasing menu hacks. So, basically, you order it by name... And it's participating McDonald's. They have four different versions, four different things you can have. And they will make, essentially, those sandwiches you would have to make yourself order the, you know, when you'd have to order the sandwich separately and then make it yourself. They're doing it for you. So there's four different kinds. There's one specifically in the morning time. You can only get it during breakfast. It's the um, hash brown McMuffin. What? Sausage, sausage McMuffin with egg. Hash brown put together one sandwich they will give that to you as a sandwich okay again not to cut you off but i have many a question i don't know why i just was like what i do that all the time Mm -hmm. now i'm curious are they charging you up charging you i i don't know i didn't see what the prices were they have the crunchy double which is six piece chicken mcnuggets with barbecue sauce plus a double cheeseburger equals a double cheeseburger with chicken nuggets on it Okay, I see what's going on here. So you can check this out at McDonald's.com. So what, essentially you say, I want a crunchy double, and they just they just know that they need to put a cheeseburger and an order of McNuggets in your bag. They put it in the bag, and then you still have to put the shit together. It says here, order it by name. We give you these. Oh, we'll, we'll, put it, you- we'll put the shit in the bag, and then you build this stuff. So I guess you just say the thing and then they know Mm. the most efficient way to order enough shit for that. So like the surf and turf is a, it's 
kind of looks like a kind of looks like a Big Mac, except yeah, it's, it's a, got an additional fillet of fish slice. It's a fillet of fish and a double cheeseburger for the surf and turf. Yeah, so you order fillet of fish and, and double cheeseburger, and and then you take one of the buns off the fish and put it in the middle, and then you know. So it's it's just kind of a shortcut to get the group of items you need. The land, air, and sea looks fucking magnificent. Holy shit! Yeah, that, that <laughs> it's one a is a Big Mac uh, with a McChicken and a fillet of fish. fish. And then it also says um, so the surf and turf is only available on the app. So they're making it like you can only order certain uh, times. That's how they're um, getting you. The land, the land, air, and sea is so yeah. The McChicken, Big Mac, fillet of fish, and then at select restaurants they'll serve it with a hot and spicy McChicken. Um, which that, that would be pretty good. On, like I don't like the fillet of fish. Um, that's one I would actually kind. Of, I think that would, sounds pretty good though, with the hot and spicy. I like the fillet of fish. I just don't have any illusions about it actually being fish. Whatever it is, I like. But no, I'm not a big fish, especially like fish sandwich or anything like that. Fish sticks. Hmm. Not not a big fan of those. Good luck making your girl squirt if you're not gonna eat fish. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel nuts! <laughs> okay, I, I understand what they're doing here. They're making it known that there's these menu hacks. Have a little fun with it. Lean into it. How many restaurants, how many McDonald's are you going to go to and be like, give me the surf and turf? And someone's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And be like, give me a double cheeseburger and a, uh, a filet of fish. And they're like, why didn't you just order it that way? Like, it, honestly, this is not saving any time. If anything, this is adding time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like the every McDonald's employee reads the newsletter that says, if someone says they want a surf and turf, maybe because it's in the app it'll help. But I agree with you. Every time I've like tried to order the Travis Scott meal, for example, someone's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, it's the meal that Travis Scott, it's like this and this and this, and then you've wasted all that time. I agree with you. you I think there's going to be a can. lot of people that don't know what this is. <laughs> Prince Albert can. <laughs> you better let him out! <laughs> Well, you can hack the McDonald's menu if you are looking to just really fuck up your uh, your arteries. It, it still sucks. Like, I mean, they should have done the McGangbang, though. Like, I mean, I know that's not an appropriate name, but... Yeah, they should make it late night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, does that say you can only do it for one day, January 31st, or it starts January 31st? Starting January 31st. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you'll probably end up knowing which ones do it. Like, they'll probably make a little bit of an ad or put, like, something in the window or whatever the ones that do it but uh yeah none of those really stick out to me like i the, probably the best one is the the mcmuffin one mm-hmm. i will say this uh, mcdonald's they don't really need to do shit like this their app is actually just pretty good which by the way get every restaurant app if you're not using restaurant apps you're losing you're giving away free shit like every restaurant that i am a regular at i'm part of their rewards program and i get free shit i get a free burrito from chipotle like once a quarter I get a bunch of free shit from McDonald's. I get a free cookie from Chick-fil-A like every other time I go. It's just so easy because they want to compete with the delivery apps. And so they put really good deals out there. So it's definitely worth going out there and adding those apps. Plus you can do things like pay ahead of time and then you just roll up and pick your bag up. And then it does all the points and the payment. And so you don't have to, it's COVID safe. So you don't have to hand someone your credit card so they can sneeze all over it and give it back to you. Um, (laughs) The McDonald's app is a good one. There's Chipotle app is good. Chick-fil-A app is good. And if you're like, well, I need it delivered to me. Typically they have a delivery and it just goes to an Uber Eats driver anyway. And so it's like, okay, you can get no benefit unless you're an Uber Eats member or you can get 
those points in the McDonald's app. So I like them. I'm not sponsored by McDonald's or anything. I will be if uh, they want me to be. But get the food apps, man. I'm telling you. Secret menu or not. Uh, sounds like one of our favorite actors, or not really actors, one of our favorite people in movies is hey. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, come on. You're not going to accuse him of acting. Come um, on now. He's the best. Well, best he, he's... Generation. Definitely better than Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so anyway, The Rock is getting ready to make his next movie. <laughs> and he, he's gotten into the produ- production game as well. Uh, and I say the production game on purpose because it sounds like he's going to be taking a video game project and giving it the old feature treatment. I don't know what this is, Seth, but it sounds like we're going to play a little guessing game to figure out what, what The Rock's working on. Well, that's the thing is he doesn't we he hasn't announced yet what the game is he says uh he said his one of his next movies is going to be based off a video game franchise and it's one of the biggest video game franchises of all time so a lot of people have been speculating i think some of the the obvious ones is gears of war is a big one um i think that'd be interesting with him playing uh marcus phoenix um, no, Grand you got to get Batista. You got to get Batista in as Marcus Fiend. Well, if that, The Rock sneaks in <clears throat> from under and gets that role from Batista, I'm going to be pissed. Well, that's that's the thing is they could they could I mean Batista could do a pretty good Dom too. His his buddy, I think that would oh, be. I think cool, The Rock's a better cool. Dom. I, I the, the Rock's too big. I think you kind of in order to get have have to in order to get that to work. I think Rock would have to be the lead. But that's just me. Um, Grand Theft Auto is another one. That a lot of people have been speculating. Um, I don't know if I could picture him as anyone, <laughs> you know, being because a lot of the leads in Grand Theft Auto, other than the the, the main guy in San Andreas, um, they're all pretty like normal looking and like not he, buff. He'd, be and a, even, he'd definitely be like a side character of some sort. You know, he he'd be like a part of the crew. Like, yeah. oh, we got to go to the Muscle Man, and he owns like a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, and, is he is he producing this? Is he like the executive producer of it, or is he? Because he doesn't necessarily have to star. It, it, he did yeah. say he's starring in one. Because that I, changes I think he's it a little starring. bit. I mean, I, in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, what I what I mean by that is like you can do anything in that game. Like you can be fat, you can be skinny, you can be buff, you can be whatever. Everyone else is pretty just like a standard body size, you know. So. I don't know. Uh, I I don't really see him as that. But what in terms of a franchise, what would you guys like to see, or what ones would you think would be a, a maybe a funny franchise for The Rock to be in? My Live first action, thought: Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Oh my uh, god, that'd be fucking hilarious! If it was just him in that Crash suit from the uh, commercials. <laughs> yep. Just talking yep. completely normally, but just doing Crash Bandicoot stuff. I would pay to watch. Hey, that. where's all the mangoes, bro? <laughs> Boogerman. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah, Boogerman. Yeah, he's built for it. Battletoads? <laughs> Battletoads. Oh, dude. Yeah, there we go. Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> that one sucks. You just put him in a really shitty, like, Walmart costume for 50 <laughs> yeah. bucks. Yeah. Everything else is pristine, like the CGI and, I, I, CGI and everything, but it's just the outfit. They couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't afford a good one. <laughs> what if they did a Banjo-Kazooie movie and it was him and Kevin Hart? Oh, dude! <laughs> I would love back. to see it where the where he uh, the little bird has to carry banjo, so that <laughs> Kevin Hart would have to carry the rock on his back. <laughs> you know, they would just chew on that. Would be that would be fun. Uh, my first thought right. was Donkey Kong, but I know that they already have Chris Pratt working on the the Mario movie or whatever. Yeah, and he basically did that with. Uh, I mean, Rampage was a video game, but also I mean, that him and that gorilla were best friends in that one. 
Well, the thing is, he said it was like it was like a big game yeah. one that he plays. Like people will know it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Madden. the one that I've seen a lot of people kind of throw out is Gears of War. Yeah, Gears would be. I mean, I, I'd love to finally get a Gears of War. I just, I hope it's a massive studio. Like it needs a big budget if it's Gears mm-hmm. of War. Like Matt, like huge fucking budget, action movie budget. And I don't think the Rock's production company does budgets like that so if it's it it would i hope it's like paramount with the rock is his product you know what i mean where he's not the first but i don't know maybe netflix is doing it and they're gonna throw infinite money at it first thought i always go to is halo but i know that there's a series coming out Mm. on paramount uh instead but i think rock could be a decent master chief because you never see him and he's like the size of him the other one i thought of was whatever um, he's doing he's gonna be his face is gonna be in it like they're not gonna not have the rock's face in it so yeah, see, that makes it hard because the big, I mean, the biggest games of all time have, you're the protagonist. And so it's either first person or you're behind the guy the whole time. Ooh. You know what I mean? The other one I, the other one I saw, uh, God of War, would be interesting with him. I could see him being Kratos. Dude, if he was Kratos, like, that, oof. That, I think that that would be a pretty solid casting for the jacked up guy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that. I can tell you that right now. It's too violent. It's it's not the image for The Rock. And I don't know. He was um, in Hercules. Yeah, I was. You know what's funny? I was just gonna say, wasn't Hercules pretty much just God of War? <laughs> but there's like, I don't know. You, he's he's like murdering people in cold blood in that. I don't think he, I don't think The Rock is doing that anymore. And at the time he made Hercules, he wasn't what he is now. But also, he's already making Black Adam. Like that's, it's the same as God of War. I don't think he's gonna do both. It would be cool. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I just really don't. I would bet against it. I kind of thought like Mass Effect, like that's a that's a huge game and there's like not really a protagonist who's a character. So you could just drop like they did with Doom, which maybe they're going to do Doom again. I'd watch that. Yeah, I doubt it. That first one was a <clears throat> massive failure. Yeah, I but it didn't have it. any budget. Like that's the thing. And they had the first person thing. Like there was elements of it that could work and The Rock wasn't anything at that. The Rock wasn't selling movies at that time. I doubt it's that, but shit, I would like them probably to like, retry the the Doom probably thing. Like, probably be like Contra or something like that. You know what? That is one that I thought, but again, in my mind, I'm like, that's too like they already made that with Predator. Oh, it wasn't called point. Contra though. Exactly true. Well, I mean, one thing. Okay, quote. It says one of the biggest and most badass games. So like, you know, it it's got to fit into that realm of GTA. God Leisure of War. Suit Larry. It could be Leisure Suit Larry. It could be, um, or or uh, God, what was the other one? You know, Gears of War. Like it, it, it feels like it's got to be in that genre essentially. I'll give you two two guesses that are essentially the same guess, and this is this is I think so far the most likely scenario I can come up with: Call of Duty or Battlefield, one of those, mm. because yeah. he's not it's, he doesn't have to be a character, just whatever fucking guy. And it's just whatever war movie you can do whatever, literally whatever you want. Just say it's Call of Duty. I think it could be something like that. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense with like if it's you know popular one, especially Call of Duty would make sense. Or maybe it's Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I I was thinking that that it could be Fortnite. Yeah. There's money there. We gotta be missing some obvious ones, but I think those are the ones most likely to get made into movies. Uh, Pixels too. I don't know, but I can't wait to find out what video game movie The Rock is doing. But, but everything The Rock does, he says, is the biggest and bad, most badass thing. So you can't really take him at his word. But 
He does seem to be committed to doing shit that's just cool for coolness sake. So I guess I can't really fight him there. Let us know in the comments what movie you think The Rock is working on. Also, what McDonald's secret menu hack are you going to use starting, uh, starting now? And uh, let us know if you have any crazier spam text than Seth. And is this a fart or not? I'll play it one more time for you. It's eight in Des Moines, Iowa. That wraps up our bathroom <laughs> reading for the week. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. We are so mature. All right. We are just about done with this episode. But before we go, you know we got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Got to give a shout out here to Google and their customer service. Um, and I know you can hear me, Google, so I'm singing your praises right now. Anyway, they, I bought their Wi-Fi router not too long ago, uh, just before Christmas, I think. And they uh, sent it. It was a refurb. I like getting the refurbs because you can save quite a bit, and you tend to be well covered in case it doesn't work. That's what happened here. So the router got here, worked really well for a couple of weeks, and then it started having this issue where it would reset itself a bunch of times in a row. And... It works, it's just like constantly rebooting. And uh, it'll kind of hit at random times, which is frustrating. So I was kind of dealing with that a couple of times and I was just annoyed by it. And I thought it was just my internet in general. I didn't think it was the router. I got an email from Google saying, hey, it looks like your router's not working. We have detected that there's an issue with it and it's rebooting itself a bunch of times. Here's a link, click it, and you can order yourself a replacement router and we'll send you a return box and this is all free. So huh. I thought that was super cool. If you can get beyond the creepiness of them knowing when shit's broken in my house, which I'm over. I'm, I mean, I can't walk two steps without being heard by a, a speaker in my own house or being seen by a camera. I don't mind it because of shit like this. If they know it's broken, they reached out to me and are making it right. I just think that's a really cool thing. I don't know if a lot of other companies have the capability of doing that because basically they have to be spying on me for that to work. But anyway, I, I just thought it was dope and I'm, I'm waiting on my replacement to arrive, which should be any time now. And uh, shouts out to Google for making that easy on me, I guess. About time, Google. Get this man his internets. My one more thing, I guess a joint one more thing with uh, with Seth. We uh, we had Sundance this last weekend, right? We did. Yep, that's it. Move <laughs> on. Nice job, guys. <laughs> Seth came down. Uh, we, we set up a project. Like He brought his projector again, kind of what we did at South by Southwest last year. But this was the game changer. And I was like, you know what, Seth? You're being a little high maintenance. I think we can get over it. But it was the greatest decision ever. He brought a sheet down. And we pinned that some beach up against the wall, tightened it out. And it felt like we were at the movies. It was awesome. Holy sheet. <laughs> we had a sheet tweet. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we even had a little bit better sound set up this year, too. Um, kind of learned from our mistakes from South by. Uh, improved a little bit. I got had a, had had a few more uh, pillows and and cushions down on the ground to create my uh, my theater seat. Our our only hiccup, our only hiccup is that we tried ordering Hertz donuts, <laughs> and uh, I had it in my cart ready to hit order, and then the restaurant said we're not taking orders no more. So luckily Jared's brother was able to go get us uh, some Casey's donuts instead. But. I know. I mean, it was a, it was a good you know obviously second choice. You know, figured it out. We didn't have to wait that long. I think like ten minutes to get our donuts. Mm -hmm. But I was look like that was un it, maybe it's sad. But I was really looking forward to those donuts. Yeah, it would have been nice. But uh, donuts we got were tasty nonetheless. So 
but no, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was uh, another great experience um, at the film festival. Um, saw six. I, I saw. I watched six movies. All of them I really really liked. Some ones to to look out for, at least for my opinion. And you've watched some more since, so I'll give mine. Some movies that that I really liked though. A movie called Summering, made by the same director who did um, the end of the tour with Jason Segel, and I believe Jesse Eisenberg's in that. Um, and he also directed The Spectacular Now, uh, but essentially that one is a group of four kids on the last weekend before they go to middle school. Um, so it's kind of like that transition from kid, being a kid to being a you know a, a teenager. They encounter um, essentially they they encounter a, a dead body that they they find in kind of like their um, their like meeting place that they they often go to, and they try and figure out what happened. Um, and how, how that body got there and all that stuff. And that basically that, that last weekend uh, before middle school starts, they go around town and, and kind of find out about this guy, but then also you find out kind of where they're all at um, in their, their, I guess, next steps, you know, growing up, essentially. That mm-hmm. one made me cry. Saw a movie called Worst Person in the World. French movie, I believe. Um, you know, foreign movie, subtitles, all that stuff. But... Again, kind of a, a point in life movie where it takes place over like a, a set of four years, um, and a, a woman who is going back and forth between a couple of relationships and things like that. So that that type of turning point, definitely an art house movie for sure. It's actually playing at the indie theater here like next week. A couple other, I guess the other one that sticks out um, quite a bit is this movie called Fresh with, Seba- <laughs> with Sebastian Stan. Um, it's kind of like a uh, I don't want to give too much away about this one because this is one you have to watch if you're a fan of, like, not really horror. It's never, like, a scary, like, jump scare um, or, like, you know, supernatural. But it's definitely, like, a... a Dark comedy thriller almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely some funny moments. And there, there's, I mean, I laughed out loud a couple times. But then there's also some, like, really gruesome, gory stuff in there. Really good, though. Really like that one. Sebastian Stan plays a character I haven't seen him do before. So I like that one a lot. And then I guess one more called good luck to you, Leo Grande with Emma Thompson. It takes place really in just a hotel room over a series of like four different weekends or nights. And she essentially orders a, a gigolo to come to her making lots of dough. <laughs> yeah, Nick Cannon's there um, to, uh, to come to her hotel room and, and kind of her exploring her, you know, she's basically, she's been kind of like sexually repressed for a long time. She was basically with one person for a very long time. So she's exploring new things. And then this gigolo is also kind of exploring why he's doing what he's doing and things like that. So um, all ones that I would say look out for. The, the other thing, though, about Sundance is there's movies that we saw last year at Sundance that are just now coming out. Um, mm-hmm. One of them's The Fallout on HBO Max, uh, which that one I'd recommend. Um, and then, like, there's one called Strawberry Mansion that's coming out, like, in February, I think, as a limited theater run. And there's one that doesn't even have, like, any release date or anything uh, with Gerard Carmichael that he directed and is in uh, called On the Count of Three that we both really liked but hasn't been really talked about at all since that no, pre- premiered that was, last year. And and that was, like, a talk of the festival last mm-hmm. year. People were loving it and stuff, and it's just it, – it's nowhere right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, I've seen a little bit more because, you know, Seth, you were only here for a couple days. I, I mean, everything that you said, I kind of was uh, on board for as well. I, I just tallied up how many I've watched so far. I'm I'm at 20 movies right now. Oof. Oh, um, man. <laughs> I don't, I have three more. I don't know if I'll get around to them because 
I don't know, I'm a little burnt out, I would say, but on top of what you've already kind of uh, mentioned, you know, it was a fun time, you know, very thankful that I was able to get pressed for that again by myself. No one gave it to me. I was not sponsored people. (laughs) But one of them that I really enjoyed uh, was this movie called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. And I don't know, I guess I'd maybe call it a little bit of coming of age, more of a like a, you know, a younger 20-year-old adult, not really knowing what the purpose of life is, falling into, you know, a kind of a crappy job, getting in, entangled with someone that's in a relationship. And I don't know, that one, it just really spoke to me with kind of the those messages there um it was really fun like you know there was funny moments really fun like dance sequences and whatnot but also like you know seth you had mentioned with summary like this cha-cha real smooth i was uh the last like 20 minutes i was just crying and it wasn't you know coded tears from last year um but it was really it's a movie that i definitely want to watch again um but one interesting one i just watched right before recording this was a, a documentary on tiktok and it's called TikTok Boom, which I think they were trying to capitalize on TikTok Boom. It's interesting to dive into kind of the pros and you know negatives and cons and what maybe sinister things TikTok is doing. But I think that it was more of like a first episode in a docu series, essentially. Like, there's definitely way more to tell. They only focused on a handful of creators. They didn't dive into kind of you know someone on the streets that is down on their last dollar like that dog that dog face guy that you know blew up because of the Fleetwood Mac song that drank the cranberry juice like they they kind of they were like yeah yeah, they're like oh yeah that guy went viral and whatnot but like that's it and I'm like well what about his story because from what it sounded like he was like down like barely getting by and then all of a sudden he got this huge brand deal and stuff so it's it's definitely interesting, especially if you're like a creator or in the TikTok world, um, because they're talking about like addiction, but then they're also talking about how you know brands they're just basically using that. It's it's a gold mine. That's what they said. It was it's it's the new digital gold rush right now, and brands and companies and stuff are just trying to get in on it. But also it's like, well, where where's the threshold and like. You know, how is this affecting young people's minds and stuff? So, I don't know. A lot of a lot of interesting things. I mean, I would say that, I don't know, from last year's Sundance, I think there was more foreign language stuff. So, I'm not going to lie. Like, after watching two or three of those in, the row, in a row, like, my brain is just, I need to get out of the house. So, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, no, good. Good festival. And, again, once again, appreciate the, the invite for coming down to watch. Yeah, it was good. Again, we had a uh, – we had – we had pizza one night, Ooh, which good was pizza. pretty good. We had donuts, and then we had Taco Bell, which Taco Bell, uh, that was just a whole fiasco. Yeah, Taco John's. Taco John's, my bad, yeah. Basically, I don't know if, Seth, you mentioned it, but uh, there was an Uber dri- Uber Eats driver, and the dude was like, yeah, the restaurant doesn't have your food ready. Call the restaurant. And then, then he just left. He didn't Disappeared. Do yeah. He peaced said, out. Said, I got to call the restaurant. I'm like, no, that's your job, dude. You call the restaurant. <laughs> also, how long does it take to make some Olays and a couple tacos? <laughs> I'm sure you'd got a couple tacos. Okay, yeah, we had we six. Had, yeah, six tacos, two burritos, a <laughs> bunch of Olays. And a pound. <laughs> six pack and a pound. <laughs> you guys are uh, kicking off the new year with a good healthy diet. We love to see that. Sun dancing with some pretty good movies. Sounds like we'll have to keep an eye out for some of the 
your favorites over the course of this year and potentially more to come uh, from Sundance and the movies coming out of it. And uh, as you guys mentioned, some of the movies from last year's festivals still coming out soon. Don't forget, we'll have that Entertainment Outhouse coming up in a couple of weeks. And so you may hear more movie stuff uh, out of Sundance there. So we got Sundance stuff. We got uh, Google getting us customer service high five this week in One More Thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I want to thank you guys for joining us and uh, welcome back in. We're going to be, again, regularly uh, every week on Tuesday dropping Socially Constipated. So keep an eye out for new episodes of this. We'll also be hitting, with you, some, hitting you with some random little projects on all of our platforms uh, over, I don't know, in between these episodes as well. Um, so make sure you're out on the website, uh, join that mailing list so you can get the newsletter and uh, follow all of our socials so that you catch all of that. You can become an anchor wanker as well if you want to help us. Um, send us a couple bucks and support our endeavors in creativity. And then also our upcoming schedule for February next week on Wednesday the 9th of February, Gridiron Grunts Live. That's going to be our Super Bowl show, getting you ready for the big game. And you can join us live. We're going to have a link and platform out very soon for that one, so keep an eye out. And then on the 23rd, that's also a Wednesday, Entertainment Outhouse Live. That's going to be on the J-Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. And uh, we're pretty backed up with gifts to give away and uh, games and stuff to play. So I think that's going to be a really fun one, getting back into the swing of things with those live shows. So the 9th and the 23rd, both of those shows are at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central Time, and you can link or go to the website for more details on those. Jump into the comments. Let us know what you're excited to see more of from us. If you have any requests of anything, any topics you want us to get back to, any uh, any content we talked about on the show that you want us to produce, let us know. We are taking requests, and we want to know what you guys like the most. If it matches up with what we like, then you guys will see some pretty wacky new shit. So we're excited to get season two of Socially Constipated underway, and we thank y'all, whether you're new to the show or joining us again for the new season. Special shouts out to our anchor wankers as well Thank for you. all of your support. Makes a lot of cool new things possible for us. So very much appreciate that. So keep an eye out for a lot more to come, but that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Socially Constipated. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>